Recorded live. Good morning. Welcome to Alda's Targeted Individual Community Call. It's Sunday, January 8th, 2017. First show of the new year. So what's been going on? Well, um, I'm going to read you an article which uh, there is hope in terms of especially those targets who are brutalized and tortured by what's called directed energy weapons, be they electric shocks to the body, all the way to acoustic um, resonance and vibrations that are created in your house. I could t- I'm going to give you some descriptions of why they do that. There's two uh, variations of why they do that. Um, one is to see how long it takes to cause physical damage. In my case, there's irreparable damage to the spinal area, uh, to my teeth. Who knows what has done. I'm sure some of these blotches that are on my face now uh, is through direct exposure to non-ionizing radiation. And we're going to talk about the difference between ionizing radiation and non-ionizing radiation. But the key word you always have to remember is radiation and the utilization of radiation on humans. Um, I'll start off talking about my workplace. My uh, The controller, he has this habit of believing it's okay to flip out and basically berate me in front of my peers and supervisor, uh, who wasn't there this time, uh, and then yell at me. He has had conflicts with the other females. So when we start talking about the term discrimination in the workplace, you know, it has to fall within a protected class of person or persons. So I noticed that he is very uh, demeaning towards females, although with me, an Asian female, so now we have gender and we have race, he seems to think it's okay to flip out on me. Now, he does uh, at times quietly, though, but not so quiet that other people can't hear, but he does not raise his voice to the point where he's yelling at these women. So he does, I notice, target women, uh, older women, because all the women that he has done this to are over the age of 40. So actually, that's three classes of protected persons. Female, which is gender. Or, I'm sorry, female is gender. And in my case, it's race. And then another case is age. And he believes that it's okay to demean us. Now, he doesn't do it as vocally or as loudly towards the Caucasian females that he does this to, but he has done it to myself and a Filipina, an American Filipina, uh, and she's also a person of color. So we're talking about three protected classes. And this man feels that he can do, he, he, can, he can take it out on me and berate me in the workplace. This last incident was on 30th December, and it was right before it even had to do with the file cabinet, but it really wasn't about a file cabinet. He claims it was my, my disrespect towards him, so they try to reverse engineer their anger. And what I found about studying this person, because that's what I do, I'm an expert. That's why I can point out perpetrators. I can tell you what type of psychopathologies are probably underlying with these people and why they're perfect fodder for recruitment into this domestic terrorist organization and biological technological terrorist organization. Cult-driven at that. So 
he had a disagreement with one of the Caucasian females that does payroll. Then he had another that agreed to disagree and with this other Caucasian, my supervisor, female. And, and so this is all building up in him. And then he was under pressure with the chief operating officer who was out of town, and they had to get a, on a conference call when he had to get numbers done. So he was under pressure. So it wasn't about a filing cabinet, even though that's what he exploded, jumped out of his chair, and just turned beet red. I mean, this man, like physical threat at this point. That's how angry he was. It's like, is this guy going to hit me because he's that angry? So he doesn't take it out on these people who he may be truly frustrated with, he looks for any little thing that it gives him an excuse to jump up out of his chair and then start berating me and then take me downstairs and then tell me about how he's the boss and how I'm disrespecting him. You mean, no, it's not about me disrespecting him because I do communicate with this person. It's about these other people that you don't confront who are disrespecting you or what your perception of disrespect is. So you're talking about three protected classes. That is discrimination. That is harassment. That is targeting someone who's a female over the age of 40 and happens to be of color, that this man believes he can get up out of his chair, scream at me, literally, in my face, and he's done this on several occasions, and it was witnessed by people who work upstairs with me in finance. So anything that happens, like now they're you know sabotaging the workplace where they've deleted files, and it just so happened that when they did it that day, I went down to the IT person, and he had my desktop up, and I'm like, how do you have my desktop on your computer? without me knowing that you're accessing my computer. Usually there's a screen that pops up, you know, it turns black or whatever. And I can tell when someone's on my computer because there's a lag. You can tell when they're on your computer. So I knew something was going on because things were lagging. But when files start disappearing, and he thinks it's funny and he's smiling, and his name is Donald Lucero. He helps to facilitate it and allow other people backdoor access, and they think it's funny. But see, this is how I look at it. I do finance. I'm keeping records, financial records, for the company. By altering, deleting, destroying, tampering with, you're actually tampering with company property that has to do with finances. Now we're talking about Sarbanes-Oxley who's accessing that information, who's destroying that information, or who's deleting it or taking it and then removing it from my desktop so they have a copy of it. These are all forms of fraud. So you're not just attacking me when you do this because I'm keeping you know, consecutive weeks, 52 weeks a year, and you're keeping each week of the payments that you do for the product vendors. Yes, they can pull it from other areas, but it has a comprehensive piece of information. Nobody has the right to tamper with that. You're tampering with financial records. That's what I use to provide to the controller and to the director of production to let them know where they stand with what uh, product vendors for raw material and finished goods, where we owe them on a week-to-week basis, and you have someone that goes into my files and deletes them. So this is how I know the difference 
because even if I had inadvertently deleted it, it would be sitting in my trash because I don't delete anything from my trash can, which means that I should be able to retrieve it out of the trash. When it disappears, that means someone systemically goes in and removes that file and either takes it and then deletes it from the trash. That is a manual operation. That had to be done by someone. So these are the things that maybe if you're a new target would terrify the shit out of you because they want you to doubt yourself. But I don't doubt myself. And I haven't for many of years because I know I am the victim of state, corporate, and academia-sponsored sanction and covered-up domestic terrorist activities to include the recruitment, indoctrination, and incitement of others to believe that they can commit indiscriminate acts of violence, whether it's in the workplace or in your private living space or in public settings. Those are all acts of domestic terrorism because you are attempting to intimidate and threaten an individual and or groups of people because we know that there's a lot of people within society who know what these people are doing but will not come forward because they are intimidated into silence. That is terrorism. To inculcate fear and intimidation through threats or perceived threats and to, active, and, and to keep people silent or complicit. Those are all acts of terrorism. But since I'm in the United States, it's not international terrorism, although we have international targeted individuals who have all come forward, like myself and other victims of this terrorist activities. Biological, technological terrorism through the harnessing and weaponization of the electromagnetic spectrum, through ionizing and non-ionizing forms of radiation being blasted at and into someone's private living space. These are all acts of terrorism. Recruiting civilians as sleeper cells that can be activated for the state when somebody else goes on a list to systemically seek to destroy somebody else's human living life. That is terrorism. And because of the nature by which they operate, the radicalization, the indoctrination, and the brainwashing, you have to add the term cult-driven, cult mentality, which means that those individuals who are told that they're the best and the brightest, because we know how what they utilize to recruit their assets to help them facilitate these domestic terrorist activities. It's called SMICE, S-M-I-C-E, the acronym. S for sex, honey traps, seduction. M, money, bribery giving you something. Oh, we'll get you a job, we'll get you a car, we'll get you a good loan on a car, whatever, right? A prepaid Visa card. You know, so it's harder to track 
get something so that you will actively participate in these domestic terrorist activities. So that's M. I. Let me see. I. Ideology. So those are the cause-driven people, the cult-driven people, the indoctrinated, people who believe that you're a criminal, a prostitute, a pedophile, a terrorist. Okay, so those are the those are the worst kind because they don't necessarily take money. They're so indoctrinated in their brains that they ra- they have radicalized they have radicalized these people into extremism. But they are not victims because at the end of the day, everybody has a choice to make. You either choose to be a part of it or you don't. Once you cross over that line and choose to be a part of it, that's on you. Plus I, C, is coercion, blackmail, right? You're coercing someone to do it. They have the goods on you. A judge is having an affair. A police chief was taking bribes. A district attorney got caught doing something. And these people don't want that information to go public. So they're willing to sacrifice somebody else's human living life so that they keep their asses off the hook. But again, even coercion and blackmail is still a choice. You choose to save your own ass and sacrifice somebody else. E, and this is the big one, because most of it, when you get into it, is about the ego, the narcissism, how they feed the egos of these people. Oh, you're doing it for the greater good. Oh, you know, it's, it's for a just cause. Oh, it's to advance science and technology. Oh, you're doing it to keep your community safe. Okay? And then you feed them, and you're such a wonderful person. So you're the good person, and that's the bad person. These are all forms of psychological manipulation utilized through narrative network teams who create a narrative, a negative false light narrative about the individual that is being targeted. These are all militarized tactical operations and alpha agencies' tactical operations to win the hearts and minds of the target audiences, whoever they may be, the religious organization, the community organization, the law enforcement agency, the district attorney's office, whatever it takes so that they get what they want and they can activate their indoctrinated sleeper cells whenever they choose. And all they do is come up with a narrative. So if this group is anti-abortion, and they'll say that the target had several abortions and she's a satanic worshiper, well, that'll automatically get these people to jump on board and believe that the cause to maybe get me to repent will allow them to be able to be manipulated because they're already halfway gone. So you choose your target audience and you know what your target audience's intolerances are. Therefore, you utilize the very thing that's intolerant to them to psychologically manipulate the target audience, also known as the general public, 
in a hearts and mind campaign to their side so that these people will become radicalized and be willing to commit indiscriminate acts of violence against the person they claim is the adversary slash enemy. It is a full-blown tactical militarized operation, and it's been deployed and executed across this nation. But it is an act of terrorism at the highest levels. State, corporate, and academia sponsored, sanctioned, and covered up. So that's your slice. Sex, money, ideology, coercion, and ego. And any alpha agency, whether it's the Americans, the Russians, the Chinese, the Brits, the French, the Italians, every one of those agencies that have these spy agencies know about how to get their assets. But everything is about manipulation and corruption of linguistics, twisting words, creating narratives to suit these people's agendas and outcomes and profit motives. And it has nothing to do with the efficacy or safety of what they're doing to somebody else. So it's real easy as long as they're not in the line of fire, as long as they're not the targeted individual, as long as they are achieving their outcomes. They don't care who the fuck they sacrifice. So it feeds their egos because they're the first to publish their journals, their findings, their outcomes. They get their contracts, government contracts through taxpayer money to develop these things into fully weaponized operational capabilities using and manipulating the general public in order to achieve their outcomes. Whether it's field testing for Raytheon or Booz Allen Hamilton or Lockheed Martin, their corporate counterparts, in the weaponization and the harnessing and manipulation and dominance of the electromagnetic spectrum All militarized. So I'm going to talk about an article, and this gives hope to me and hopefully other TI. And it has to do with a man. <clears throat> and there's a couple articles, and this came out a few uh, came out back in December, but I've just had a chance because I'm doing my first show of the year. So I haven't had a lot of time because I've been really busy and there's other things I want to cover. So I will be opening my show when and, 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 and as it goes on. But I didn't want to talk about the workplace because this is the second time I've been to Human Resources to complain about this. This man was so angry that I felt physically threatened in the workplace. Like I said, he does he does make demeaning comments or acts as if, the, like my supervisor, who's Caucasian, and the payroll woman, she's Caucasian, and he does demean them, but he doesn't do it in this hostile, hostile manner. It's more subtle when he does it. 
So when you look at the picture, it's who's he doing it to? Well, number one, there's four females. We're all over the age of 40. But in my case, he believes that it's okay to jump up out of his chair and literally start screaming at me. So that means that he won't do it to the Caucasian females because he's showing them a level of respect. He demands that I respect him because he's the boss, yet he thinks it's okay to berate me. Now, he won't do it to the Caucasian females, but he'll do it to the Asian female. That means he believes that I'm a lesser individual and that it's okay to do that as a Caucasian male. That's three stages of full-blown discrimination. And if they do anything like they're doing when I said with the computers and all this other kind of undermine you in the workplace. See, I'm not there in 2006 when they went live at Sony Pictures Entertainment and did the same type of targeting in the workplace. I'm not blindsided anymore. I know what's transpiring. It's sabotaging the workplace to try to make you look incompetent. But that's not going to happen. But I am going to call it out for legal purposes. To finding other articles. Now, there is something that I do want to talk about before I get to this article. And it has to do with uh, Leah Remini, who's a former Scientologist on A&E, has a series out, and she's describing and interviewing former members. And one of the critical uh, episodes was episode three, I believe, or two, and it was called Fair Game. If you, are any, if you are new to targeting and you are terrified about what's transpiring, you need to listen to what's happening because when they describe the tactical operations that are deployed and execute, executed against former members to either discredit them, to destroy them, actually to discredit, to destroy, or to get them to shut up, the tactical operations that are deployed and executed by members of Scientology are very similar, if not mirror images, of what state corporate and academia are doing in building their nationwide network of sleeper cells, civilian sleeper cells. So you are not being targeted necessarily by Scientologists. What you have to look at is a tactical operation that is age-old whether it was the Nazis utilizing it, to your own government, to contractors within, the tactical operations that are deployed and executed to destroy somebody else are the same. Whether you talk to what they did to Edward Snowden, that's government, that's not Scientology, the character and credibility assassination. You can go back to Pro and the tactical operations. You can look at the Snowden leaks and they, in GCHQ, about taking paranoia to an entirely different level to discredit people. You can look at um, Team Themis with Palantir and Barrico and these other uh, cybersecurity that have uh, work with Fortune 500 and their hit jobs against people under psychological operations, I'm sorry, under information operations. I was already published on my website about InfoOp 
in 2010, I wrote a blo- I wrote a, a, a comment on a blog to Jeremy Scahill about information operations because it clicked right in my head. This is what they're doing. And then when the Snowden leaks came out, they tell you about how InfoOps, the five core military capabilities, asymmetrical warfare, which means small pockets that drop ship and win the hearts and minds and radicalize people and point at someone who's the enemy. These are all training operations that have been deployed and executed on the streets of America. They have turned American soil into a big, huge laboratory experiment for their own agendas, outcomes, purposes, to indoctrinate and to radicalize people, to believe they can commit indiscriminate acts of violence against unarmed, defenseless human beings. That is terrorism. To inculcate fear in people who know what they're doing but don't want any part of it but are terrified that they would be targeted, they would be character and credibility assassinated. That's fear. You're intimidating people into silence who don't want any part of it. That is another form of terrorism being deployed and executed by state corporate and academia America. Sanctioned and covered up. So needless to say, this Leah Remini and talking about Scientology and interviewing former members and what they went through from a woman who had to spend almost all her money going to court because they were falsely accusing her and she had to pay for lawyers to defend herself. We have target after target who's been falsely accused by some member of the perpetrator community. And every target finally realized you do not plea bargain. You are not guilty. You take your shit to trial. Win or lose, you want a documented court record so that you can speak and state on record that you are a victim of these crimes, of false accusations. And that's what they did. But they'll they'll exhaust you financially. This fair game is in the workplace, in public settings, you name it, they attack. And everything they describe is no different than what a target went through. Only PIs are not being targeted by Scientologists, a cult. They are being targeted by a cult of state-sponsored radical extremists, state corporate and academia sponsored, sanctioned, and covered up. So I do highly recommend that you watch it. Uh, I think um, Nigel has played a couple. Um, I've, I've recorded one on the fair game. I played excerpts from it. There's a link that you can go to so that you can also watch it. I think it's imperative if you are a new victim to look at that so that you begin to understand the tactical operations that are deployed and executed so you lift the veil of fear faster. So let me give you the acronym for fear. F-E-A-R. You can fuck everything and run. 
I used to say this, or you can face everything and revolt. Now I'm telling you, you face everything and begin to revolutionize. Because we are in a revolution. And the most people who will be prepared for battle are TIs. Because we know what these guys are going to deploy and execute on a much larger scale. And we're prepared for battle. Because I believe you execute people who commit treason, who are traitors and seditionists. But most of all, you hunt and you execute terrorists. No matter where they come from, foreign or domestic. So now here's the hope. Uh, This was in guns.com, but I'll read you the Guardian article too. Man building ray gun to kill Muslim gets 30 years. So a ray gun would be considered emitting ionizing radiation or non-ionizing radiation. You have to look at the keyword when you look at the Title 18 for weapons of mass destruction, including biological and radiological weapons of mass destruction. So if you can send an energy field that you can tamper with the calcite microcrystal in the pineal gland to disrupt someone's cognitive motor and or central nervous system functions simply by using a certain frequency, then that means that you can mind control everyone in a geographic area. That is a weapon of mass destruction. And they are deploying and executing it on the streets of Pacific Grove, California, where I am currently, and in all these areas, Brooklyn, New York, Oakland, California. Okay, these are areas where they are deploying and executing these weapons. They have covered pretty much all of California because California has, number one, the largest population, number two, a highly diverse population, and socioeconomically diverse population an ethnically diverse population, and religiously diverse. So what better breeding ground and training facility than in California, New York, Chicago, all these areas, especially where they are multicultural. You can drop ship your team to manipulate these individuals in communities to actively participate in targeting an unarmed defenseless human being who has no firewalls, biological firewalls to protect themselves from this directed energy onslaught. Now, with directed energy, you can also create electronic warfare because it all runs off the electromagnetic spectrum. And depending on the radio frequency level and how you harness and weaponize it is how you can utilize it. A transcranial magnetic stimulation is a magnetic pulse. So that's a frequency off the electromagnetic spectrum that you fire through the human skull into various targeted regions of the human brain in order to disrupt, to alter, to incapacitate, to stimulate, or to shut down cognitive motor, central nervous system, and or behavioral functions from outside the human biology from which all humans have no firewalls to protect themselves from. Sending an acoustic weapon to create a viable acoustic effect means that some civilian has been indoctrinated and radicalized to believe they could put a piece of equipment within their property so that they can transmit these sounds directed at somebody else's house. That is biological terrorism. 
biological, technological terrorism because you are disrupting somebody else's human biology. You are causing damage to that person's human biology. And they know it, and so do I. So man builds ray gun to kill Muslims gets 30 years. I'm going to play the video. then what it is is that he was set up because he got in contact with someone who turned and then they brought an informant in to, you know, get this guy to believe that it was okay to make this. So he was an engineer or a mechanic or something. And so what did he talk about? He talked about translating, right? You take electrical energy and you use a piezoelectric transduction and that converts it into acoustic or other forms of energy. And that's what they're doing with these acoustic weapons. It's a directional ultrasound that probably they have transducers rigged along probably below the house and above. And so that create or probably placed into the walls. So if you have metal, right, ceramic or metal, it'll create that vibroacoustic effect. But that means the place is rigged. To take that outside source that trans, translates... So you're taking electrical energy, and he's saying then it transduces it, right, into ionizing radiation. So there's non-ionizing radiation, and there's ionizing radiation. But you have to look at the keyword, which is radiation. So Wi-Fi technology is a form of non-ionizing radiation. New CT scans are using non-ionizing radiation. An MRI machine is non-ionizing radiation. Microwave is still in the high level that starts moving towards the spectrum into ionizing radiation, but is still considered non-ionizing radiation. Your radio is a form of radar, which is non-ionizing, but it's still radiation. It's a form of radiation. So we're being exposed every day to radiation through our wireless technology. Now, you have people out there from the Department of Health and Human Services. Hmm, I wonder what the effects are to exposure to long-term non-ionizing radiation. Well, we know that the World Health Organization finally admitted that the utilization of cell phone, which is non-ionizing radiation, you know, the phones when you put it to your head, that it might cause glioma brain tumors. Okay, well, then you think, well, I use a, you know, I use a, ear, uh, a Bluetooth. Well, you're using a Bluetooth that's stuck to the side of your fucking head that's still emitting non-ionizing radiation. 
Any wireless technology has the emission of non-ionizing radiation. Now, what if you knew that the military could isolate the signal that's powering your cell phone or your, your wearable uh, wireless rate, uh, device? Because they all run on a frequency. And they pinpoint that frequency and they start blasting it with higher levels so that it induces and exposes that person to more radiation. Because it's still radiation, ultimately. If you, if you tell an ultrasound tech who's checking your stomach or your gallbladder or whatever, right, they never leave that on there for long periods of time because you could do damage. Go talk to someone. Next time you get an MRI, uh, 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 ultrasound or an MRI, those are all frequencies, radio frequencies. Why don't they leave that, that device on your stomach, let's say a pregnant woman, because they know that it can cause damage through exposure, long exposure, a few minutes more than what's necessary. They blast me every day when I am inside the private privacy of my living space where I have no firewalls to protect myself from exposure to this. My spine is damaged. I have thousands of more dollars of dental work that I really can't afford to do after I've spent tens of thousands prior to it when I did have money to pay for it. You think these people give a shit? No, they want their fucking outcomes. They, the dentist wants to know what it's going to do so when they have people coming in and their teeth are fucking falling out, they'll know it's attributed to bone damage from exposure to these type of directed energy weapons. Skin cancers. Organ failure. Brain damage through the weaponization of neuroscience and the advent of neural weapons or neurotechnology. I stay alive to make sure these people end up executed. It's a real simple premise. They don't care if it's somebody else, but I care because that somebody else has been my human living life. I stay alive to make sure these terrorists are executed for what they've done. So a man from upstate New York who was building a radiation gun to use against Muslims will spend the next three decades in a federal prison, a judge determined in U.S. District Court Monday. Glendon Scott Crawford, who can be seen in the above video being taken into custody following an undercover investigation, is an admitted member of the Ku Klux Klan. He described the device he was building as Hiroshima on a light switch, quote-unquote. In addition to believing Muslims should be eradicated, Crawford said President Obama had sold out to the Muslim world, quote-unquote, and should be hung, quote-unquote, for treason. He also indicated that he believed the case against him came straight from the president's death. While handing, handing down Crawford's sentence, which was preceded by a long rant about physics, federal statutes, and the fall of the Soviet Union, the judge said Crawford showed no remorse for his actions. You can't come to grips with who and what you are, the judge told Crawford. It's not, it's not up to you to decide who lives 
and who dies. Crawford was convicted by a jury last year on the charges of attempting to produce and use a radiological dispersal device conspiracy to use a weapon of mass destruction and distributing information related to weapons of mass destruction following an arrest that stems from an undercover operation. So this was a white supremacist, but we got all kinds that are about uh, a part of this. So, you know, you can't just blame the white supremacist, although there's a lot of Caucasians that are involved with one of these people of color who don't realize they're taking orders from people who really don't, who can't stand people of color. So think about that one. Because that's the architectural structure all the way at the top. So the Guardian also did an article, <clears throat> and this was dated um, Monday, 19 December 2016, under Reuters, posted in the Guardian, New York. A white supremacist gets 30 years prison for his plot to kill Muslims in Obama. Lawyers for Glendon Scott Crawford argued that he never intended to use weapons dubbed a death ray, which combines explosives and radioactive material. Again, this was, by, uh, was published in Reuters and then reposted in theguardian.com, United Kingdom. A self-proclaimed white supremacist convicted on charges he planned to use a death ray to kill Muslims and Barack Obama was sentenced on Monday to 30 years of prison, federal prosecutors in New York said. Glendon Scott Crawford, 52, a Navy veteran and a member of the Ku Klux Klan, was found guilty in August 2015 of conspiring with another man to build a radiation dispersal device dubbed a death ray by tabloid. Crawford is the first person to be convicted under a law barring attempts to acquire or use a radiological dispersal device which combines conventional explosives such as dynamite with radioactive material. Congress passed the statute in 20, uh, 2004 to punish individuals who tried to set off a so-called dirty bomb. United States District Judge Gary Sharp imposed the sentence at a hearing in Albany. Albany. Prosecutors said in a statement he was convicted on three counts, including conspiring to use a weapon of mass destruction. Crawford, who is from upstate New York, plans to appeal the conviction as well as his sentence. His attorney, Danielle Neroni, said in a statement his lawyers argued unsuccessfully at the trial that he was entrapped by the government. Crawford's co-conspirator, Eric Freight, pleaded guilty in connection with the case and was sentenced to eight years and one month in prison. United States prosecutors had sought life in prison for Crawford. He faced a mandatory minimum of 25 years. After his release, he will be supervised for life. His plot to murder people he did not know who uh, he did not know was designed to, in his, in his oft-repeated words, take his country back from government leaders by forcing them to ch- change government conduct he perceived as favoring Muslims, prosecutors wrote in a pre-sentencing court file. Authority said Crawford, who worked at General Electric Company, carried out extensive research on radiation dispersal devices learning what levels of emission was required to kill humans and conducting reconnaissance on potential targets, including a local mosque. In conversations recorded without his knowledge by a confidential law enforcement source, Crawford spoke often of his hatred of Muslims and said he would go after Obama in the White House with the device. 
Defense lawyers wrote in court papers that the device in question was constructed by federal agents and that Crawford never actually intended to use it. Mr. Crawford maintains that he never intended to endanger human life through the release of radiation or radioactive nucleus, Neroni wrote. So he's claiming entrapment, which in some cases is possible. And as a Caucasian man, I'm sure they'll look for ways to get him off. But there's plenty of people who are spending life and or longer in prison. We're talking people with, you know, mental disabilities, mental retardation, you know, eighth grade mentalities that the, the government has manipulated into committing these quote-unquote acts of terror. But this man's a fully functional man, very cognizant of what he's doing, worked for General Electric, so that means he was an electrician or an engineer, and he was trying to construct a device. But he didn't need to construct the device because I'm sure that government agencies often put them in the hands of these type of people who believe that they can set them up on their properties and indiscriminately fire them at unarmed defenseless people that they happen to want out of their neighborhoods. So this man got 30 years as a civilian with access and or the creation that would disperse radioactive material, radiation. So just because it's non-ionizing, so let me give you an example. Non-ionizing radiation is still radiation, but it doesn't cause the instant or a, 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 a quicker, put it that way. It's slow kill, okay? So we are all going to get something from exposure to all this wi- wireless technology. They're speeding up the process in the private living space of TIs because they want to see all the things that these medical professionals and these dentists and these ophthalmologists and all these other people want to see what to look for because of the damages that they've done to human targets without our consent. Being held like kidnapped captives who are being tortured. So it's still radioactive. The key word is radiation. So non-ionizing radiation. When you harness various frequencies from the electromagnetic spectrum, okay, you have, it's on a spectrum, right, from the AM, FM radio all the way to a nuclear weapon. So AM, FM radios, the radar technologies, then when you start going up the spectrum to like ultraviolet, those are far more powerful, right? What does ultraviolet rays do? Well, it causes skin cancer. So we know there's a carcinogenic response to that frequency in the ultraviolet range, just say. And I do know about the government working on ultraviolet for communications at a different spectrum. Because I did my homework. So then you go into ionizing radiation, which is far more toxic to the body. So sometimes you go to the dental office or you have to get your uh, x-rays and then the, the, the operator, the technician will run behind a, a lead, you know, protected wall. Or you go to the dentist and they put that lead bib on you, especially around your thyroid gland. Okay, that's more toxic to the human biology. It's much more rapid in terms of destruction to the human biology. That's ionizing radiation. So an MRI machine, you know, an ultrasound, these are all frequencies in the non-ionizing radiation. But the key term is radiation. Like I said, you go in for an ultrasound, that ultrasound tech will not just 
get up and put the ultrasound and leave it on your stomach and walk away for 10 minutes and forget because they know that they could cause damage to that person because it, create, it heats the tissues, the human biology. But those are all considered non-ionizing radiation. Ionizing is the form that is far more toxic to the human biology. Not that non-ionizing radiation is not causing negative biological effects. Because it is. Because my human, my, my human physical biology is, is, is deteriorating. I can feel it every day. So they sped up the process that otherwise would not have happened. And that's what I want every lawyer to do when this case goes to court and I'm not here. How do you know that it was age? How do you know that she couldn't have lived longer had you not exposed her to all of this? You can try to use your specious arguments about age-related, X, Y, and Z, but at the end of the day, you, don't, you guys can't say that what you did was not what sped up that process that otherwise might have happened 10, 20, 30 years from now. <laughs> so they can use any specious argument they want. Oh, she's a woman. She wants attention. You know, I, I could go through the list of specious fucking arguments that they have given to the general public in order to stop them from thinking critically about what it is they have gotten themselves into. There is no greater good if it can be weaponized and used to incapacitate whole groups of people or communities. That's a weapon of mass destruction. (coughs) So the government is talking about it being a crime. (coughs) So now I'm going to give you some information about what that what the terrorism charge was. And it could be updated since then, but um I have it under number seven of my, my website. It's called the rule and color of law. So deprivation and denial of basic and fundamental rights and liberties against targeted individuals. And it says the wrongs which we seek to condemn and punish have been so calculated, so malignant, and so devastating that civilization cannot tolerate their being ignored because it cannot survive their being repeated. Justice Robert H. Jackson, Chief U.S. Prosecutor, Nuremberg Trials. So, so I go into all the things, you know, it's like, you know, here's, here's the First Amendment, the First Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, the Seventh. These are all violations of my constitutionally protected, um, uh, uh, um, um, what do you call it, uh, constitutionally protected rights and liberties under the Bill of Rights in particular. So I'm giving you all the amendments that have been violated, the Seventh Amendment, the Eighth Amendment, the Ninth Amendment, the Thirteenth Amendment, which is holding us like slaves. You say that, oh, well, they say that, oh, you know, because they just did the 13th. There's a new documentary about the 13th Amendment and utilizing people in the prison systems for, for uh, cheap labor basically enslaving these people. 
And so there's a clause in the 13th Amendment, you know, because they abolished slavery unless you were convicted of a crime. Well, then bring those fucking charges to me, motherfucker. Because I'll find the best fucking lawyers this country has to offer. And I'll reverse engineer all of it and place it back on you guys. See, they can't do that. Because they'll tell them, oh, she's convicted of something, so therefore, under the 13th Amendment, we have a... Really, because if I'm sitting out here, where's the fucking paperwork? Because I've been asking for that goddamn motherfucking paperwork that claims that they have a right to do this since the day they started targeting me in 2006 when they went fucking live. And they've been targeting me. They targeted me before 2006 because they had to get everything in place, including the conditioning that sent me to physical fucking therapy because I had pinched nerves in the first and second vertebrae because they were tweaking shit around back in the day. Sent me to physical therapy. So there was conditioning before they went live. And then I go into moral turpitude, a violation, organized crime. I've been talking organized crime from the way beginning. You know, violation of the RICO Act, uh, racketeering activities, organized criminal activities, defamation and slander, uh, the UNRU Civil Rights Act, the Bain Civil Rights Act, the Ralph Civil Rights Act, uh, deprivation of rights under the color of law. In the Title 18, the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Hate Crime Prevention Act, uh, Title 18, United States Code, Section 241, Conspiracy Against Rights, Title 18, United States Code, Section 242, Deprivation of Rights Under the Color of Law. Title 18, United States Code, Section 245, Federally Protected Activities. Uh, California Penal Code, Section 646.9, Stalking. You know, I mean, uh, California Penal Code, Section 653.2, Use of Electronic Communications to Instill Fear or to Harass is, uh, Invasion of Privacy and Eavesdropping. Penal Code, Section 630 to 638. Then I go down to, where's my terrorism? Radiological weapons. Okay, Title 18. So this is, um, this is uh, uh, section, this is under weapons of mass destruction, I believe. So then there's section 2340, torture. And then section 23, this is under terrorism laws, I believe. I'll have to go back and look at it because it's been a while. I got them all down here. I got plenty of them. I did the research and I studied these things and I said, this is what these people need to be uh, uh, tried for. Uh, Section 2332, radiological dispersal devices. A, unlawful contact in general. Excerpt as provided in paragraph 2, it shall be unlawful for any person to knowingly produce, construct, otherwise acquire, transfer directly or indirectly, receive, possess, transport, export, or use or possess and threaten to use, A, a weapon that is designed or intended to release radiation or radioactivity at the levels dangerous to human life, or B, any device or other object that is capable of and designed or intended to endanger human life through the release of radiation or radioactivity. Uh, Two, uh, subsections does not apply to respect to conduct by or under the authority of the United States or any department or agency thereof, conduct pursuant to the terms and contracts of the United States Department. So they're saying, oh, well, we have a right to do that. But see, you have to understand, I'm going to explain something to you about how. It's not just being pointed at me. 
okay? Free radicals means that energy moves through the, the atmosphere. You may be concentrating the focus of that energy on my living space, but ultimately that energy is floating everywhere, which means anybody within that field is being exposed to it. Why the fuck do you think that at Fort Sam Houston in in Austin, Texas, they have a state-of-the-art facility for the military, Air Force, Navy, you name it, that's studying the human biological effects of exposure to directed energy. Why? Because it's not just about the person who's being inflicted with it and overexposed to it, but the people who are operating the systems and the energy levels that are in the field. It takes a lot of power because it's an energy source. Remember, converting electricity and frequencies, harnessing those frequencies and turning them into weapons. So how do you do it? Well, there's something called piezoelectric transducers. And this is one of the first things I learned when they went live. And it has to do with the trans- taking energy, electric energy, and transducing it into a vibroacoustic, which is that infrasonic resonance that they blast in my house constantly. So piezoelectric transducers with the use of ultrasonic, right, which is an extreme low, extreme high, wait, ultrasound is extreme high frequency. So ultrasonic, ultrasound, so directional ultrasounds, the long-range acoustic device, you see those out, the big square things that are on top of the, the, the police uh, vans and they're blasting those high-pitched frequencies. Okay, that's directional ultrasound. It harnesses that frequency, and it's an extreme high frequency that can focus and pinpoint so that the people behind it don't hear the same thing that it is being directed and pointed to or towards, so the crowd. These are all considered anti-personnel weapons, which means who is personnel? Anti-personnel means it's explicitly designed for human beings. Although you can say anti-equipment because the same type of frequencies can be directed at your electronic devices to disrupt those signals, scramble those signals. That's called electronic warfare, computer network exploitation, computer network attacks. Dominance of the electromagnetic spectrum was a key directive in the information operation roadmap the 2003 classified document, what was it? To dominate every aspect of the electromagnetic spectrum and to harness and weaponize where they could. That was a military roadmap, a directive. And it continues to this day because in that 2003 classified information operation roadmap, I found something called the 2003 technological roadmap for the Department of Defense. And these were all the gizmos and gadgets that they intended to acquire, to proliferate, to create, to design. Because we're in an arms race right now. Because along the way, they found out that we as human beings are an electrical field. Our human brain, like I said, you can send a magnetic pulse to specific targeted regions of the human brain to disrupt the neurons in that area 
or to stimulate or inact- activate or inactivate so that you can basically disrupt cognitive, motor, central nervous system, and or behavioral functions. That's mind control. And we're all susceptible to it as human beings because we have no firewalls to protect ourselves. That's an act that is a weapon of mass destruction. So using piezoelectric transducers, I'm going to read you an old one that I found. This was one of the first things I found about piezoelectric uh, transducers, if I can find it. And it was a 2003 article that was uh, um, published. Bioelectromagnets 23. This was in the starweave.pineal. So our pineal gland is, you know, like they call it the third eye. It's in the middle of your forehead. And, but they can also, it's in your inner ear canal. So you have to understand that most targets in the early days, we all been implanted. We know that. And most of us who don't believe it, well, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you should. Because more than likely, you've got tumors, like I'm sure I do, that have calcified and, and, and um, grown so that you'll never be able to remove them. Now, mind you, they're down to organic materials like algae for optogenetics, which is light-activated, that all you have to do is inhale it. And it, it breaks through the blood-brain barrier, and then it's attached to your brain forever. You can't get rid of those micro-nanoscale semiconductors. The tissue is grown around it. Irreparable damage. So calcite microcrystals in the pineal, and it's also in your inner ear canal. So you have to understand... A lot of stuff that you're thinking that happens, if you create vibroacoustics, then what you're doing is you're transmitting through what's called bone conduction. Google has a patent out for bone conduction on the Google Glass, you know. And they have the, uh, who was it, Keel Sarah came out with a phone that uh, was bone conduction where you put the phone, you could be in the loudest concert, and then you put the phone right next to you, and you're not actually hearing it. You're, it's actually creating vibrations for that calcite crystal in the inner ear canal, and that translates. Each vibration translates into the brain as a recognized word. You don't hear the words I'm saying. I've said this a gazillion times. You're not hearing the words that I'm saying. Your, your inner ear canal is taking the vibrations of each word, and the brain is recognizing that vibration as a recognizable word. That, and you can do transmission of sound, not directly into the ear, but through bone conduction, which is vibrations on the facial bone structure. That's why they create vibroacoustics. So while I'm sleeping, they're transmitting. That vibration can then send a signal into my brain while I'm sleeping. That's doing post-hypnotic suggestion. Those things that, that they, they can trigger me to do in a public arena where they physically assault me and I can't fight back. Okay, those are all being triggered through this type of transmission. Silent talk from the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency in 2009 was only asking for $4 million. Okay, when the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency only asked for $4 million in funding in an unclassified, that means that the the capability of silent talk is fully, it's been fully, fully operational. What is silent talk? 
user-to-user communication without the use of vocalized speech through the transmission of EEG signals that are translated, the brain recognizes. So before I'm even saying the words that are coming out of my mouth that you are hearing, my brain has already formulated that word. So they're trying to capture it at that level in the quantum capabilities of computerized systems that it can actually know what the word that's coming through my vocal cords is before it even comes there. So they've got implants through your, 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 your neck area because they're feeling all those vibrations and then they're monitoring where the EEG signals are coming from. How do you capture the EEG signal before it comes to the vocal cords? User-to-user communication without the use of vocalized speech, silent talk, DARPA, declassified, description. Everything is about the brain. Human brain, uh, human brain or brain-computer interfaces. True artificial intelligence. But you have to have a system that has the quantum capabilities that are faster than the neurons that fire in our human brain because our human brain is the most technologically advanced computerized system in all of humanity, in all of technology. And they are finding the ways in artificial intelligence so that they can rule the world. Whoever has control of the controls rules the world and enslaves the people because we have no firewalls to protect ourselves from this directed energy. So you use piezoelectric transducers, you set them up, and what does it do? It transfers that electrical energy into a frequency that they can use to harness in every geographic area across this nation. They can force multiply signals off the wireless technology that's already out there. They're harnessing this because if you're dominating the electromagnetic spectrum, whether it be through communications, through electronic warfare, through cyber capabilities, to wireless capabilities, all the way to finding out that at reduced levels, it can be used as an effective tool for anti-personnel weaponry. Non-kinetic force. and turning everyone into fucking zombies. It is not science fiction. They have deployed and executed it and set up the systems across this fucking nation. So, why, what, what the fuck am I talking about? The pineal gland, the inner ear canal, the bone conduction. Because you might not need to implant people if we already have that transducer within our own human biologies and you tap into those areas to send signals that could basically incapacitate your personnel or dumb people down. Send different frequencies in order to control whole populations of people. And in 2002, right after I was targeted, this was the first thing I found, one of the first things on directed energy. So it should be noted that 
these are initial findings. So this was 2002, but they had they for the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. They've known about this for a long time. You have to understand anything that they publish, it's already fully operational, and it has been for several years from these defense agencies or their corporate and or academic counterparts. It's been long field tested on sacrificial humans because we're in the 21st century arms race, and they know it, and so do I. This is the last vestige of weaponry because if you can send a signal to incapacitate whole communities of people or dumb their asses down, and it's obviously working because look at your fucking perpetrator community. Most of those people are considered, you would consider to be intelligent people, and yet they can send a signal right to their brain and dumb their asses down and radicalize their asses to believe that I am the enemy instead of the, 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 the um, lone voice in the wilderness like all the other targets in their communities who are warning them about the advent of these weaponized technologies, biotechnologies, human brain-computer interfaces, artificial intelligence, synthetic biology, and there's nobody minding the shop, so these guys are like mad fucking scientists at the highest, at the most, you know, prestigious Ivy Leagues, and they're sacrificing humans so that they could advance their fucking egos and their agendas. Fuck you guys. And the radio frequencies you fucking rode in on. So it says the research has isolated and studied calcite microcrystals, which they have found in human uh, pineal gland. Quotes from the paper, the pineal gland converts a neuronal signal into an endocrine output. It is located close to the anatomical center of the human brain. A total of 20 glands from human subjects ranging in age from 15 to 68 years were studied. Microcrystals were found in every gland in quantities ranging from 100 to 300 crystals per cubic millimeter or of gland. No attempt was made to correlate the quantity of crystals with either the age of the subject or pathological details. Length dimensions of the crystals varied from 2 to 3, 2-3 to about 20 micrometers. These results referring to various forms of analysis described in details and the electron diffraction measurements definitely prove that the microcrystals are calcite. These calcite crystals bear a striking resemblance to the autoconia, and that has to do with your inner ear, right? It's the, the, uh, the ear, of the inner ear. The calcite in autoconia has been shown to exhibit piezoelectricity. If piezoelectricity were to exist in the pineal calcite microcrystals, an electromechanical coupling mechanism to external electromagnetic fields may be possible. Within our own human biologies, and this is where the point of you may not have to implant everybody. All you have to do is send a frequency. So if it's in your inner ear and that translates, right, you send an electromagnetic signal through ultrasound, okay, and it goes, it's transmitted directly into the brain. You firing up electromagnetic field. Because remember, when you think you're pointing it at me, you don't realize you're pointing it at everybody in the geographic area because it takes energy to power this stuff. I've been saying it for years that law enforcement can subpoena the records from, um, from uh, the electric 
companies to find out who's powering who's powering what. And the moment you you figure out where these spikes are, when you hear a target saying they're using it, you're going to find out. You're going to be able to isolate every fucking location that they're blasting this shit from. It's a real simple premise. It doesn't take rocket science, and I've known it for years, and I even have it on my website on how these people have been able to find this fucking terrorist organization for motherfucking years. But then when you're a government agency, why would you try to find yourself? When you're a military industrial complex, why would you use your capabilities to find yourself and to let people know that you deployed and executed your weapons on American soil. That's fucking treason. And you're taking taxpayer money to do it. Fuck you guys. And the radio frequencies you write in on. So the possibility of non-thermal coupling of electromagnetic radiation to biological systems has been considered recently. Um, Has reviewed the literature of the possible effects of static and low-frequency electromagnetic fields on the production of melatonin by the pineal gland. So in conclusion, we believe that even a very small risk of possible non-thermal coupling of radiation to microcrystals in the pineal gland merits further detailed study our future research will address these questions. <laughs> the human pineal gland is the center of the brain, has been found to contain large numbers of calcite microcrystals that bear a striking resemblance to calcite crystals found in the inner ear. The ones found in the inner ear have been shown to exhibit the qualities of pineal electricity. If those found in the pineal gland also have the quality, then this would provide a means whereby an external electromagnetic field might directly influence the brain. Okay, in Stewart, uh, both Stewart, both the Stewart report and the NRPB report consider at some length how it might be possible for non-thermal levels of microwave radiation to affect a living organism. In the Stewart report, section five, paragraph twelve through to twenty-six details the sort of requirements that might have to apply in order for an electromagnetic field to directly affect biological tissue or living cells. Nowhere in these paragraphs is the possibility considered in any forms of the crystalline deposits which might provide the missing link between electromagnetic radiation and biological effects. It's interesting to note, though, that paragraph 18 does not refer to a suggestion of frolics I think it's F-R-O-H-L-I-C, that a biological system might behave in some way like a radio receiver amplifier, uh, a very small signal through the process of resonance. Okay. So you know how they create that sound that they blast up my house? That's a vibroacoustic resonance. The only way to do it is that it's usually being projected through a directional ultrasound. So that's extreme high frequency. Then what you do is you use a piezoelectric transducer, which is the energy that allows it to transfer. So I'm going to give you a description of what a transducer is and how piezoelectricity works and how they've been, they've been working on it because they believe that in the future when you have a heart pacemaker or some other implantable device into your human biology, you won't need to change the batteries because they will use directional ultrasound to recharge through a piezoelectric transducer. I've been on you guys, motherfuckers. 
for many of goddamn years. Because I found this one way in the beginning of my targeting. And nobody can be as accurate than someone who's experimenting with it and or a victim of the crimes. And I happen to be a victim of your crimes. So like I said, fuck you and the radio frequencies you motherfuckers write in on. Because I'm going to see you guys executed for terrorism and treason. Just like they executed the Nazi doctors. Fuck you guys. So, and anyway, it goes on. So I'll put a link in there. Okay, so this, this is one of the first things I found. How are they doing this? How are they transmitting these frequencies and creating these type of vibrations and infrasonic resonance? And the first thing I found, is how does it affect the human biology? See, people like me ask critical questions because we're being victimized by it. I'm being victimized by it. I don't sit there and say, oh, it's, you know, it's, some, it's the spirits. It's some supernatural fucking bullshit. What government agency has weaponized this capability? And instead of helping people, they're using it to diminish human, the quality of somebody else's human life through weaponization and manipulation because my human biology and neurology have no firewalls to this directed energy. So I'm going to give you, um, there's a description, uh, American Pisio.com. So it's APC, and it says, what's a transducer? So it says, um, where am I over here? Okay, it says, what's a transducer? What's a, a transducer is any device used to convert energy. So remember in that video, so think back when I played the video of the man who was arrested for, and, and sentenced to 30 years for plotting to build an ionizing radiation device. So he would say, I think one of the plots was, he would put it on top of a van or put it in a vehicle and direct it at someone's house so that it penetrated through the walls of their living space and then it turned their house into an x-ray machine. But when they blast that vibroacoustics, they're, what they're really doing is turning my house into an MRI machine. So you can see what I'm doing. So you can monitor the, you know, the um, EEG output. And since you have an implant, since I know I'm implanted, they can send a signal right back through a biometric type of device or box that sends that, when they put it through, it's what I would call the server. I call it the server. I've got a description and a picture of it on my website of how these medical devices would be utilized, the wireless medical devices. But when you weaponize it, you could do pretty much the same thing. Now, the piezoelectric, Okay, and the micro, calcite microcrystals are natural components in our own human biology that would act as transducers. And then based upon the radio frequency, you can manipulate human beings from outside their bodies. And because we have so much radio frequency, you know, energy through wireless technology, once you change the frequency and you admit it, you know, you put it through, then you can manipulate whole communities of people. You could incapacitate a whole crowd of persons if you want to. 
So a transducer is any device used to convert energy from one form to another, typically when converting input energy into output energy. For transducers to occur, a change from one form of energy must also take place, such as a conversion from mechanical to electrical energy or vice versa. The uses of transducers are widespread impacting us in many ways. A common example is a microphone which converts the input energy to sound waves produced by a voice or instrument to output energy the electrical impulses in the form of amplified sound. Other types of electroacoustic involving a conversion between electrical energy and sound transducers include hydrophones, which convert changes in water pressure to an electrical output, and pickups on musical instruments such as guitars, which convert the vibration of the instrument strings into an electrical impulse. So it's, 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 it's two ways, right? What are piezoelectric transducers? Piezoelectric transducers are a type of electroacoustic transducer that converts the electrical charges produced by some form of solid material into energy. The word piezoelectric literally means electricity caused by pressure. An early application of piezo transducers technology occurred during World War I, which the user of sonar, which used echoes to detect the presence of enemy ships. What are typical piezotransducer materials? Original crystals made from quartz were used as a material for piezoelectric crystal transducers. In the early 1950s, quartz crystals began to give way to piezoelectric ceramic as the primary transducer material. The advantages offered by the ceramic transducers which compared to other materials included ceramics' ability to be manufactured in a wide variety of shapes and sizes, the capability of operating efficient at low voltage, and its ability to function at temperatures up to 300 Celsius, 300 small zero C, capital C. I don't know what that is. Due to the, I'm not, I'm not a fucking engineer, remember. You're talking about someone who does accounting for a living. I had to learn this shit because I wanted to know what the fuck was being done to me. And I found all the right stuff and these motherfuckers know it. It's like genius level. But the one good thing I did was publish it because I intended to make sure these people were executed for the crimes they committed against me as a targeted individual and all other victims, including those victims who are no longer living, but begged for their lives. Due to the ability of producing a ceramic transducer, so remember, it has to hit an object, right? So if it hits a building, it's a solid piece of wood. It's solid, right? Usually it has to be metal or aluminum, ceramic, you know, something that it hits, right? So, like, I can turn on my uh, vacuum cleaner and go into the tile floor, and you'll hear, hear that vibroacoustic hum because you have an extreme high frequency with a low acoustic vibration, right, is transducing into that sound. It hits an object. So when they're blasting my house and the transducers are set up, then it creates that huge infrasonic resonance that I have to listen to because these people are trying to torture the shit out of me or they're trying to, to uh, um, uh, recharge the batteries of an implanted device 
or they're using that vibroacoustics to turn it into like a, a, a vibration, electromagnetic vibration, similar to a, 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 an ultrasound machine. It's like an x-ray machine, and I'm constantly being x-rayed. Only it's not, they claim, well, it's not ionizing radiation, so it won't kill her immediately. It's just a slower kill. But it's still radiation, and it puts someone in jail for 30 years for plotting to build the device to use it. Well, these motherfuckers have fully operational devices that they're blasting at innocent people in their communities across this fucking nation. Why in the fuck aren't these people in goddamn prison? You fucking hypocrites. So consequently, they allow for complete customization to meet a customer-specific needs. Today, the most common used ceramic transducers manufacturing materials are zychronic titanate composition uh, trend that traces its origins to the 1960s. Okay, so how to measure piezo transducers uh, efficiency and then the ultrasonic. So this is really interesting because they're using. They would use what they would do is they'd have an implant, say a heart pacemaker, with a, with a piezoelectric transducer, and then they would they would direct ultrasound at it, and it would actually recharge that so that you never have to change the batteries. Ultimately, if we have piezoelectric transducers, say our pineal gland or our inner ear canal, then we are already a machine, an electrical machine, and these people are learning how to harness that our our human machine and turn us into fucking slaves that never protest, that never speak out, so people could treat you whatever fucking way they want to, and you're supposed to sit there and take it because they're going to send a signal to your brain to turn you into fucking zombies. You don't need to make human robots when you can turn human beings into fucking slaves, and these goddamn people at the highest fucking levels know it. And I say, fuck you guys. So a piezoelectric ultrasonic transducer, generally ultrasonic activity, meaning it produces sound waves above the frequencies that can be heard by the human ear. It functions by rapidly expanding and contracting when appropriate electrical frequencies and voltages are applied. Typically used in cleaning systems, the expansion and contraction causes an ultrasonic diaphragm, which serves as the pressure-sensing element of the transducer to vibrate inducing ultrasonic activity into the cleaning tank in the process. The piezoelectric ultrasound transducer also offers the advantage of high electroacoustic efficiency while minimizing heat generation. Uh, Application and uses of piezoelectric transducers. So I've been on to this. But the most dangerous part is if you found that the human biology carries that a crystal, a calcite crystal that can be harnessed, in the inner ear canal and the pineal gland, just think of what kind of disruptions you can do to the human biology. So when they blast my house, these fucking dumbass motherfuckers who just take whatever their handlers tell them and believe everything they say without any critical fucking thinking. See, I could be a target without critical thinking skills and I would just think, oh, it's spiritual or whatever. But when you do accounting, you always follow the money. And when you have critical thinking skills, you think outside of just accepting any fucking narrative that they try to jam at you. You do research. And you find the answers that you're looking for, and then you publish them like I did to make sure that these people end up executed where they belong.
So why is that important? Well, because if you have the capacity to utilize these things, then you have the capacity to control everything, don't you? You can send a frequency out there and it taps into those calcite crystals that create a transducer that accepts the frequencies that alter, right? So you can change the energy and the frequencies. And then that goes into the brain. And we have no firewalls to protect ourselves. You can send it through whole communities. And I, I guarantee that's what they're already doing. That's why these people are so susceptible. The ones that, the, uh, the, I put it this way, your perpetrator community is not the best and the brightest. They're the easiest to manipulate. Most of them, you don't even need to use these type of technologies on to manipulate them because they'll just take a good bullshit story and jump on board. Or like I said, they'll sell you out for a prepaid Visa card. They're not the best and the fucking brightest. They're the easiest to manipulate. I call them the one core capability. They couldn't even make it past psychological operations before they jumped on board and picked up whatever weaponized tactic technique and or weaponized technology and or bio, weaponized biotechnology that was handed to them and indiscriminately fired it at an unarmed, defenseless human being. Why? Because they were, they were manipulated, but they're not victims. Don't give me this shit. Even when I hear Leah Remini saying, okay, I understand that the children born into it, they might be victims, but when you're an adult, and you, you make a choice, or you're even a teenager, you have critical thinking skills to think whether what you're doing to someone else is right or wrong. And when you think what you do to an unarmed, defenseless human being because you're, it's a just cause and you think you have a right to do it, then that's when you're off, you just already crossed the line. You're not, it's not because you're the best and the brightest. It's because you were easily manipulated by people, by peers, by whoever who was already manipulated but you're not a victim. Not a single perp- uh, 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 perpetrator out there is a victim. They made a fucking choice. Even the ones, even the ones who are being blackmailed and coerced still made a choice to save their own fucking asses and sacrifice somebody else. That's why when it comes down to this, and when I hear Leah Remini saying, well, you know, we're all victims. No, you're not victims. Maybe, you kids were, maybe the kids who were born into it were victims and the kids were brought into it, but when the adult goes into it, they're not a victim. They'd allow themselves to be manipulated by some speaker or someone to think that it was okay. And then they run away and say, I'm victim. No, the only victims, yes, I believe children, children. And I'm not talking about all these fucking high school kids and even uh, middle school kids that are being recruited into this fucking cult. You still have a choice. And that's why I'm not letting anybody off the hook. So my bottom line, don't go around saying, well, this person told me it was okay. That handler told me that you weren't going to die. And this handler told me that you can only go to a certain level. A certain level of what? A certain level of torturing someone? So that makes it okay because I didn't die? Because that target didn't die? But wait a second. There are TIs who came forward to all proper authorities at the local, state, and federal level, non-government organizations, lawyer after lawyer and law firm after law firm, and they're no longer here to fight this battle. I stay alive to make sure those who place my name on this list are executed for the crimes they have committed upon and against 
my human living life and my human biology. I don't give a flying fucking shit who the fuck they think they are. And that is what I have to say to these people. And thank goodness they're finally looking at people who are utilizing these devices or believe they could utilize a device that projects radiation at somebody else and they put someone in fucking prison for 30 years. So there's hope. That's why you can't ever give up targets because you are a victim of these crimes and the perpetrators need to be punished and brought to justice for what they've done. Period. 